0: This is the Perspective Podcast, a podcast where we talk about trending and topical issues from around the world. My name is Emmanuel, and I'm here with Josh. Josh, how you doing?
1: Hi, um, good to have you again on this podcast. It's been a while. How have you been?
0: Well, I've been quite good. How have you been?
1: Uh, I'm alive, mostly. <laughs> good to see you again.
0: Yeah, see me as well. Okay, so let's get in on today's episode of the podcast. Um. Elections have held in Nigeria and inauguration have followed, so we have a new administration. And it so happens that um, the new administration is the least popular presidency in the history of Nigeria, with just 36% of the total votes in the country. He didn't even get 25% in the federal capital territory, all previous presidents have had at least 25% in the Federal Capital Territory. So this begs the question of um, what exactly would Tinubu's administration look like? And let's start with what our initial reactions are and before we move on to what we expect from the administration and um, the possible things that might happen. So Josh, Tinubu is president what yeah. are your thoughts
1: <laughs> well he's president um in my office space we have his picture on the wall so <laughs>
0: <laughs> I and mean, that makes it so view like you know when you walk past in the morning yeah and in the office and you're like Huff, this man is the president absolutely
1: <laughs> and it has to be accorded that same respect is the grand commander of the you know of the army how do you put it again just just yeah. or something of the One forces of the, of, of the federal Republic of Nigeria of the armed forces yeah. of federal Republic of Nigeria. so uh, and of course, um, the he has the two to vote, right and uh, which makes him uh, the least popular president in terms of the numbers in the yeah. history of this country. Of time you've seen most of the president win by a landslide for yeah. the most part even when Buhari defeated the incumbent John like Biglot Jonathan yeah. back in 2015 he literally won by a wide margin yeah, yeah. so this time around i think uh the in, the current president won the election by 2 million votes around 2 million votes mm-hmm. or less
0: yeah it should be around they just say approximately 2 million uh,
1: approximately 2 million so which actually makes it um you know very very no not that much but it's not maybe that's a huge problem i mean he won the popular vote eventually that's yeah. the most important thing yeah. He's <laughs> So it's present. present that matters less that matters <laughs> less so and yeah and it actually says a lot because out of the 12 million people that voted eventually eight million voted am i correct so out of the no 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 it is million he had 8 million votes then 12 million people voted against him yeah right so it shows that a wider percentage of the um population, the population like weigh yeah. against him for one reason or the other yeah, yeah so and of course that wider percentage of of a uh, population weekly a lot of people mostly young persons of rich and parts. okay so a lot of us obviously wanted change in governance due to a lot of accident by the incumbent party, the APC, and the past president, uh, Bawari. Most of the economic policies, I mean, that's like the major concern, really. Definitely. Like, uh, because most of them really affected us a whole yeah, lot of they time. Hit hard. They hit us They hit hard. I mean, uh, he
0: started, he came in with a bang. Recession, like huge sure. recession, and
1: everybody felt it. Yeah. It's not a matter of it was in the news or it was numbers. Yeah, like it was, you it know, was real. It was very real. Even when um, the administration was trying hard to gaslight the people, people were like, "Come on, we're suffering." <laughs> we could feel it here yeah you know if you attempt to most of us at our apple subscription for instance or no god expired and we had to look for virtual card it really eat us that huge yeah you yeah. couldn't even purchase anything i think i, I think we
0: still even not see the the remnants of that because right now like so for you to pay for anything that is not nigerian is a hassle
1: yeah huge one so we all felt it Everyone in the village felt it too. <laughs> so yeah, so that actually created this bias against the the party. That okay, we don't want this party again. All right. Yeah. So and the initial reaction of there was that oh come on, this party is back again in in this in this um in this in this office. Well, I think if one is going to be honest, and I think myself, the. The data was already pointing to the fact that they were almost certainly mm. going to win the election. It might going to be a very close margin, but they were going to win because yeah. the opposition was not united. Yeah. That was very glaring. Mm. So it was glaring that there was a lot of opposition, but it was divided. Like it, was scattered. it was scattered across ports. So if you look at it World War, uh, it was a civil, they were going to win. But I was actually happy for the fact that a very strong message was passed yeah especially yeah, with the emergence of LP and most of the things that happened I mean, the the city that it was
0: one for instance is actually an headline
1: yeah and i mean you mentioned Abuja before i mean yeah. we are not like analysts in this case or lawyers to debate yeah, whether yeah. or not
0: and the, but the only thing is that all presidents as always won presidents. like it was significant yeah, i mean it's quite in, significant. the thing
1: is that in most uh, metropolitan city in this country to the building in the election, it says something about it, in Lagos for instance, you understand in abuja forest even puttaco even like rivers we could see the irregularities and we see it you would know that this guy actually didn't do didn't perform as much as the uh, the result that was announced says that he you know said he performed yeah, yeah. So it shows that a lot of people that maybe were in the middle class or who actually uh, you know had a lot to say about election didn't want him here okay but then here we are with the reality that is uh you know that's straight to our face and we just have to live by it really <laughs> so and yeah that was the initial reaction for me I was open. You know, like a very principal of my wrote that he was, he was voting for but he hoped that Tinubu was going to win because it, was, it would be at the one, it was going to, that was his opinion anyways, that he was going to be faced with a lot of opposition. I believe he was right in that face because man, he's going to probably spend half of the time trying to fight opposition. <laughs> They're going to cook him other than they did to GEG <laughs> but anyway that, that's just by the, by the side so well it's when the election is in we've had a few days um they might not really tell us what to what the administration might be like there might be pointers and all out there but we are here that's your point we spent like 29 to today which is like seventh yeah okay that's about a week or so a week plus a week plus yeah so here we are Emmanuel.
0: yeah so coming in as president is coming with a lot of baggage yeah throughout the course of the election period there were lots of allegations there were lots of like everything about him was contested yeah his name his age his education his source of wealth his person like his identity his identity was questioned so yeah. there was nothing that wasn't questioned so he's coming in as a president with the most baggage yeah like, if we look at it because yeah. i don't think anybody has won nigeria's presidency with this much question marks around their whole entire person yeah and so we have a president that a lot of people are seeing as not been fit for the role. yeah and some other people have the opinion that no look at what he has done in lagos, in lagos yeah. he can bring the lagos model to abuja yeah and then he's going to perform some magic i know yeah. you mentioned that um we don't know what to expect i think he has given us a glimpse of what to expect okay one of the glimpses that things are going to be hard <laughs> yeah that is the truth yeah because on his first day he announced that subsidy was going to be removed yeah and the back story for something being removed is that the f- previous administration, boys' administration, already put it into writing that by June 30th, yeah. subsidy was going to be off. Yeah. But then we we watched the interview of the NNPC um, chairman. I chairman was talking about the fact that the reason why they immediately removed it was because there was not going to be money to pay for it. Anyway. So they just felt like, what's the point of waiting when we don't even have the money to pay for it? So let's just pull it out now that I have said it. Yeah. And we've seen the response to that already. Yep. Um, prices of transportation went up, prices of Almost goods double. are beginning to go up. Yeah. And then I don't know if you've seen those states. Two states have um, reduced the um, work week to three. Yeah. Edo did that yesterday. Um is it choir also? Quartu did that like some days ago. So this is going to have real effects on the on the economy. A huge one. Like a huge one. Because like when we when we look at petrol and we look at like nigerian economy is really the driver of the nigerian economy so people say it's not but it is because we have an economy that does not have 24 hours electricity yeah then how do you like live without electricity like we live in the 21st century and we've all gotten used to certain kind of life like you know having ventilated rooms like with, um our acs or fans yeah having to be able to like charge our devices use yeah. refrigerators even businesses like yeah. for example i think this are
1: even the bigger part of it yeah like, like for production for
0: production like just regular businesses that are just retail on the retail end because when you're looking at even industrial scale self yeah. you can't even use petrol generators are like useless actually I use, use gas power <laughs> turbines or they use diesel yeah like for like much smaller industrial uh companies so we have an an economy that is not powered by 24 hours electricity and everybody has to find an alternative yeah and then we are plunging that economy into that kind of chaos
1: yeah
0: necessary chaos yeah if i may say Mm.
1: well probably could have been much more better
0: yes definitely definitely so i feel like there are times yeah and we are just starting (laughs) Yeah,
1: sounds very <laughs> sounds very apocalyptic.
0: Yeah, it sounds apocalyptic, but that is that is the reality of things. Yeah. Now it is no fault of Tinubu. I'm not attributing the hard times to Tinubu. Although like the policies that they might like formulate might now make the achieve even worse. Because we saw how like a single policy from the Braille distribution with design policy made things. 100% harder than it ever was yeah. in this country.
1: How did you even survive that?
0: I do not know. <laughs> like, there was a day I was at the ATM, and some of us on the ATM were talking about, like, so we actually paid one five to collect 5,000 naira. Yeah. Like, we were like, how? <laughs> how did this happen? So, like, barging any kind of like stupid idea like the new design policy things are going to be hard but they can still be managed because yeah. you know i was reading the um, the trade union congress and the NUC like agreement with the government and they were talking about like um stuff like um transport subsidies yeah. stuff like um converting some vehicles transport vehicles to gas powered compressed natural gas powered mm-hmm. vehicles so at least they don't have to buy petrol but it's, there isn't natural gas increasing the minimum wage so those are like kind of like um ways to Show up the effects of removing subsidy yeah. so if the government is able to implement those policies yeah that yeah. have been agreed with the labor unions yeah, there's going to be cheaper, but at least they'll be better managed yeah so like apart from that yeah like there's other difficult things that the government has to do yeah because we have we a country where we've not really taken things as seriously as we need to do and
1: no, we still don't
0: and we still don't we don't know how this government is going to
1: be that's beautiful
0: yeah so i don't know so looking forward yeah i i i i, I feel like that this present government has a weight on its shoulders yeah and as we've the rightly agree that to the fact that they are not a popular government. Yeah. I like, you know when we were discussing before, you mentioned the fact that a lot of people actually want the government to fail, so that they can say so we that told they can they point so. their fingers and say, "We told you so." I mean, exactly. because this man has no brains <laughs> What is he going to do? Yeah. This man literally said, "Bula bala, bala,
1: bala, bala blue, blue.
0: <laughs> a town hall." <laughs> so whether all those statements were because of the stress, we would never know. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are waiting to see what is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Because he has the opportunity of making actual change happen to this country. Yeah. You know, you, you know. Um. I think the Buh- 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 administration has made Nigerians weary because people had high hopes. People expected lots of things. People like the mantra was basically change. Yeah. So change. People, the you know people, were expecting change in all aspects of their lives, and then he fell short of all those promises. He failed. And you know, so coming into this administration, people don't have that kind of like ideas anymore. Yep. People just want to get by, people just want to see the next day, mm-hmm. go to work, afford business, and send their children to school. People are not even thinking about whether that change is going to happen or not. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've like the boy, which has successfully like made broken us broken the people. Yeah, we are broken. At this point, yeah, at the start of Tinubu's presidency, yeah. Nigeria is a broken country. <laughs> With so many issues, we have security issues, like yeah. myriad of security issues. You know, in just they are killing people. You go to this place, they are killing people, and in then it just seems like the killings are just stop. Yeah, yep. yeah. Roads are not safe, so like, he is meeting a country with so many problems. In shambles. And another issue is the fact that our revenues are not even anything to go by. We're broke. So we're basically a broke country. Yeah. I mean, I mean for the dmd of NMPs will say that nigeria is actually broke yeah and we have not paid for subsidies since like... 2022
1: <laughs> the subsidy was like a relief to them because i mean i mean they like oh finally
0: like we can let go of this thing. having them pay for it and not paying them back yeah like was like we're scamming them
1: basically <laughs> yeah just
0: because of like is it, it, it's the government's company yeah yet. but then we're now scamming the government company because we can I mean, so i feel like he's meeting like a lot of challenges now so it now it means how he's going to now tackle that challenge i know his mantra is renewed hope i don't know but not a lot of people are hopeful about the future i yeah. mean we have the japa we have like a lot of people like their mindset is about living in the country so he, he has his work cut out for him and i think that where we we're going to start beginning to see whether he's serious or not is one, how fast is able to announce his ministerial lists, and who those people are, and whether they eventually perform their duties. Yeah. Because those are three separate things. Now, for like, for example, like people is going to appoint. Are there people that have done things in the past? Are there people that have the capacity to handle those ministries or whatever roles they are given? Yeah. And how soon is it going to be? Will it take six months, like Bari did? I mean, that Like when Boy became president. It, like he already said the tone of the entire presidency that he was not going to be someone that would take action
1: it's not serious
0: he said in later, in one of his interviews he said they call me baba go slow i felt like slapping the flap out of his cap
1: Your president yes okay
0: so i don't know what Tinubu is going to do but yeah. funny how this same bragi that took six months he made it a law that like you must not take more than 60 days <laughs> to announce your ministerial list and i'm nice. like wow what an hypocrites <laughs> so josh
1: yeah i mean it's a manner you've mentioned so much and um personally i i for me though because here now it's all about the people I, will, I mean that's what the government is all about i i would like to start from the point that a lot of people have made and i mean trying to sound positive where, for me as far as i'm concerned they're just mm. being, being stupid really <laughs> you know when you make man, like eh, it doesn't matter where his barrier is but it's jenobu i will make it That is very
0: individualistic.
1: It's not a matter of being individualistic. It's actually being very stupid. You know why? We do not live in a jungle. There's Mm -hmm. a reason why we form government and there's a reason why we pay taxes. Mm -hmm. I work. I pay a lot of taxes. I just had some fighting space on that yesterday.
0: (laughs) They overtaxed you?
1: (laughs) I don't the fight. (laughs) You know? And there is a reason why we do that. There are a lot of people that pay hundred times the amount i pay as tax and also pay some more other people like i pay tax way more than some other people it's like that yeah the reason why there is that there is a reason why someone's tax is actually sorting some of the things i need like the road i use you know and then mine is also sorting that of others and it goes like that there is a reason why we do not live in a jungle That statement applies in a jungle where people do not come together Mm. to actually formulate laws and order to live by. That you say that, well, whoever will survive, will survive. The reason why we make government, and especially democratic government, and that's why it's defined as the government of the people by the people, for the people, it means that the government has the basic responsibility for the citizens. So it doesn't matter who the hell you are, and who the others are? Everybody must get at least some share yeah, some busy- of the some business of the prosperity. Yeah. So if you now claim that well, whoever we survive, just shut up and keep it to your pocket. That is not why we have a government. So I would like to start from that because everything falls back to economy, infrastructure, yeah. everything, healthcare, whatsoever comes Education. back to the economy. Like in terms of people wants to survive, basically. Even the nyan in the jungle, that's basically what it's doing. But here now we are humans with intellect. And they want to survive in a much more coordinated way.
0: Yeah, without killing ourselves. Yeah,
1: and that's why issues like first subsidy As like, come on board. Yeah, I mean, this was going to happen anyways. Jonathan already saw the future. Even people before you already mentioned that. Yeah. And then you already lifted that. And then the same people... Which is under hypocrisy that I said there. I mean, I won't really, protests. I won't really say much <laughs> to that. But the same people who led that protest, some have been giving us tens of reasons why it is justifiable. We know you don't need to tell us that it's justifiable. Yeah. You should it tell just yourself. it's you just tell yourself. Yeah, the one that should tell yourself why you rejected it then. And I felt like the way the policy came in was wrong. I felt that we already made provision for that. Then it should have just waited for that. It should have waited for the cause to happen. Yeah. One, it will have taken the the pressure of him, it would have been more of a buhari thing, you know, and then he could have had the laxity of now walking around it. Mm -hmm. People can be very, you know, generous to him about the response he had to it. Also, I felt like he was just trying to be a strong man by the way he, like, announced it. You don't have to be dramatic. We were (laughs) expecting it anyways. It was not on him. That's the thing. The only thing that was on him is whether to put it back Or or not. Like it was not he him, he didn't have to, to tell us. To like very the, the, order, the, the, mm-hmm. the law already says that. He's gone. Yeah. He didn't have to say anything. It will be gone in a month. That's it. So him saying it is like tautology and just trying to be sound structure. So anyway, I was not going to say that. So that and of course the lot of response that we've had to it and I mean transportation was going to increase now. What do you expect? <laughs> People are going are buying fuel, for higher prices it should, it should increase. I think one thing that we've always underestimated is the fact that Nigerians don't have purchasing power for everything. Yeah. Why? That's the why? honest truth. Yeah. We have we have actually very rich I think poor is poor is actually no, for real, <laughs> because we don't get things at their right prices. Most of the things we get they're not at the right prices. Healthcare for instance. We our healthcare is subsidized. Yeah. Everything is Heavily subsidized. subsidized. You understand what I'm trying to say? Uh I was in the industry yesterday and somebody was complaining about the, what, the environment. It should because they light. You can imagine the air how we light. where patients are on oxygen and they have to share a single container of oxygen. So we tie, kind of tie the you know the nasal together so that they get from the same. As well as complaining that they should put it at the right place,
0: people can afford it. That's the honest truth. People cannot
1: afford it. So if you, people could afford it they won't come there yes. they will go to private facilities mm-hmm. the reason why they are there is because it's subsidized that's what yeah. they can afford even some
0: basic prices that you feel like are just like you feel like oh this is cheap enough. people will tell you plain blank that they cannot just afford and it and they're not lying yeah
1: our minimum wage is 33 okay which is incredibly small yeah how much it's not even up to 100 dollars come on for a month's work which is is very terrible so i think this is where the conversation should be going if nigerians have much purchasing power of course we're not talking about how things should be at their right prices yeah. okay but then we don't we don't even have that discussion a lot of people are saying there. that maybe minimum wage will be increased to 200k really how much is your boss any <laughs> let's even start with that
0: yeah, i think it ties back to the fact that you know you mentioned like the economy is very important our economy cannot support a 200k minimum wage yeah i
1: mean it's going to crash obviously I and mean, i mean we've talked about you mentioned that before and talked about electricity yeah we don't have things that actually support that poor, production and all of that we don't have that People
0: to be security to more, yeah. we
1: don't have that good roads for commu- for like uh commuting we don't yeah. have that and these are the things that people pay taxes for we do all of those things for you understand what i'm trying to say we don't have those basic things and then somehow we still want the people to adapt to policies that probably are needful rightly yeah. it's not common now people are not going to pluck money People need the money to be able to like purchase those things. I feel those are where the conversation should be going. And yeah, you're right about the fact that he has a lot to do, he has a lot to prove to the people. Yeah. People are going to crucify him and the people. They are reading in the back in bad books. That's the honest yeah, truth. They given are the, from
0: the bad and they are, I mean,
1: <laughs> given they are, the, you can't dissociate yourself from Boris Fill, even though they are trying hard to do that. Yeah. It's your party. You feel the country. Even they even did themselves know that. Everybody knows that. I mean, with what they even did this year with First scarcity, and with nearer scarcity, simultaneously, horrible times. We've never had that bad. We've never had that bad. Yeah. So it has a lot to do. Uh, I think it's Gunso also has a lot of PR to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So I just hope they won't be very critical about it, because they've been spoon feeding us with information that are not necessarily true. And I, I don't know with the issue of corruption if they're able to do anything. I don't have hopes about that. I think it probably continue the same way. Maybe it was. I mean, you can see the aviation guy. What?
0: Well, you can see that was under, boy.
1: I mean, we still have his guys. I hope they will him, shell. Because it's actually nonsense.
0: Yeah. It's was, a huge nonsense. Was, <laughs> I mean, in the history of scams, that was.
1: Yeah, I understand. So, and it was a very obvious one, too. You get. And uh, so that that's just it for me. I think that the police will make well i i i think i'm going to be honest i do have some charity for him in terms of economic policies Not mm-hmm. because I, I not necessarily because i think he can make them i think the people around him people like femi they're obviously brilliant if you look at them so like Fashola, he's obviously brilliant he's a brilliant yeah. man so and i know that they won't want him to fail in any case even if he's not healthy they will t- try all their best so put, we'll him put him on the feet yeah. and then make the policies on his behalf anyway they don't want to do it so, uh, so that i feel i feel that maybe they should be able to do something you know in terms of our economy because something needs to be done yeah like something is hard that's the honest truth i mean this guy had to drive to work yesterday because TFA is outrageous you understand i mean i just bought 5.99 liters of fuel now
0: for 3k <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so is there any glimpse of hope hmm. Cause it seems like it's despair despair despair
1: uh well i think i'm going to be honest i think we can we should be very hopeful for our situation really
0: you know things be hopeful
1: <laughs> i i do i do i fits.
0: <laughs>
1: i honestly do have some sense of hope though and it's because of the same reason i've mentioned before i think that
0: because of what they have to prove, yes. that they would just have to do well.
1: Yeah, I think so. I don't think they would do exceptionally well because I don't. I don't think the APC has the capacity. APC, yeah, but I think that they want to try as much as possible to dissociate themselves from that, you know, carcass, and just try to do something for their own. You know approval I, I just because that is exactly what they've been trying to do the, the guest has been dope i mean at least for the first time in this history i've seen someone who is responding to threat of strikes and there come on if it's buhari they probably wouldn't have even spoken to them they would be waiting that's what we've had yeah we've had nlc try like treating they've spoken to them I mean, Joyce went so to strike. They spoken to them. Whatever thing happened, whether they tipped some people, I I mean, if, at this point we can discuss that later. But at this point, the fact that there's some intervention.
0: Yeah, there seems to be a swift response to yeah. the issues that are coming up.
1: So I I feel like there's obviously something to prove. So we should just give them like laxity. Let's see how far they will you go. Should
0: give them the benefit of doubt. Yeah. You know, some other people would say that um, what about the cases in court, the old election tribunal thing, and you know that would probably drag for a while but we will have a change of government and how feasible would that be
1: (laughs) okay so um (laughs) to be honest if you look if you if you if you you have been following up the um the nigerian uh what's it called tribunal petitions and all, you know that when it comes to presidency (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just forget about it whoever is running, <laughs> is it's on so yeah
0: but you know this election yeah yeah is peculiar based on what we've mentioned already yeah 36 percent is not a lot yeah so the burden of proof is on the election umpire INEC yeah so actually say that oh the person we announced as winner actually won the election
1: yeah
0: and then when you have like cases of irregularities in multiple places and then what now happens if those um, allegations of irregularities are actually um, confirmed and then found to be true and then those the votes he got in those places are deducted from his total votes and then we have a scenario where, like, is already less popular margin becomes even more less popular, mm, and then yeah. it drops to a level where we might have to have a rerun Well, I think these are
1: these are huge like, possibilities. Like, there are
0: different like there are different scenarios yeah. that like, could happen because we don't know how that is going to turn out because there are legitimate reasons
1: to think that to think that. I agree. Yeah. I, I, what, what I'm just trying to share is that I'm not sure I have so much faith in the Nigerian judiciary.
0: Which isn't a great thing,
1: actually. Which is, that, that's, why, that's why I'm just like saying that. Yeah, I mean, he has been sworn in anyways. This this kind of thing, the, I mean, the judgment should have even come before the swearing, if, yeah. if no, you have been we, serious. We don't
0: have that provision in our constitution.
1: Okay, I get. I, I mean, we are agreeing there. Yeah. Well, but I don't just have that provision, I just have that that what's That um defeats. that confidence. Yeah. And I feel, I feel this country has always been edging you know to us, to us for a long time. Yeah. We've just been very fortunate with let's say the kind of leaders we have, even though they have been unfortunate for the most part. Mm. I mean, take for instance GEG, he considered he considered the uh, defeat. That was huge. we yeah. had mistakenly said no
0: of course i mean issues.
1: maybe we'll be saying something else. maybe we won't be here having this, this discussion like you understand or yeah Senegal. even even barry i mean the most of the um what's it called now this election reforms that he did yeah It didn't stay there after he went home yeah thank you you understand so i feel like at least in that regard we've been fortunate about we didn't really experience the old military era but since the civilian you know, Obasanjo really insist on the third term. look at what is happening in other African country. Yeah. So I think we've been very fortunate with that. So And that has been helpful in terms of the stability of the country yeah, that has that been sense, consistently edging yeah. towards kiosk. Like yeah. it has been, we have, we have been, been this tipping off. tipping off consistently and then mm, everybody will just love again, you understand? So I just feel like just because of that, the tribunal or whatever, the court might just want things to just keep going. I mean, it's going to be a huge chaos if you have to ask the person that has been sworn as president, you know, to get out of the office. Come on. You know the country, yeah? That's obviously going to cause real problem. It is. So, I think maybe that might not probably be allowed. Beyond that, I don't just have enough faith in the judiciary. Honestly, we've, we've, we've seen it over and over again. Those guys, I really don't know honestly so that's that's my that's my own feeling about it
0: wow that doesn't give much faith in even nigeria as a country because <laughs> when you when yeah because when these citizens don't have confidence in the, in the judiciary like it's it's not a good outlook because like we have three arms of government we yeah. have the executive legislature, which is the one was our the, because,
1: our our legislature uh, yeah those guys
0: the um the legislature they make the law the executive implements it yeah. and the courts interpret that law and settle disputes between the people between yeah. the government and all those stuff so those three arms of government really are the representatives of the people and they, their duties are basically to ensure that society keeps striving so yeah. when you have a huge part of that the courts, which is supposed to be an arbiter of those laws consistently failing at its duties yeah i don't know what kind of society we are then
1: i mean that's what we have Ninja is lawless now you know that yeah so the citizens the leaders everybody is very lawless
0: so would that improve under this administration <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> see the honest improvement i sort of expect i'm not gonna lie in any case it's economical mm. any other thing shambuli i don't have any faith in that honestly any other thing look at the baggages around the people in the office now and the appointment these guys don't even have a clean background and you want a clean society
0: you know hypocrites actually make great uh, hypocrites uh, they make they do things for other people but not for themselves <laughs> too sometimes yeah they might make but, but, but make sure that oh because of how you know how we've said that they have like this way of expression okay, okay. them I might feel like they need to do something even Maybe. though they are hypocrites <laughs> yeah it's possible it, it, it is possible
1: and let's let's see how that goes yeah
0: yeah i think there's a lot for us to see how that goes
1: yeah
0: let's be poor brits you have that responsibility i'll give her that to you ciao